dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Let me start this off. 95 of them things. Okay, okay. Of You Can't Make This Up podcast, DJ Killer Kev. Kev Nash. I had to take over since uh, we had a bye week. <laughs> Thought I'd step in and step up. <laughs> what up? <laughs> oh, where was you at, though? Right. <laughs> man, let's get it on, man. So... All right, obviously, <laughs> there was no pod last week. And uh, you hit me up with the normal, uh, I'm here. Right, right. Ready to knock out this here podcast. And uh, I was in Nashville <laughs> sleeping in my brother's closet. And you know and you know what's funny? I always usually text you like Saturday night, sometimes Saturday to verify the time just in case, you know, you want to get an extra hour or yeah. whatever, whatever the case may be. And it was like, we just been in such a groove. It was just routine. I woke up. And it was funny because I actually was like dumb tired. And I woke up like, ugh. I kind of shook it off and got going and got up here. And I pull up and I don't <laughs> see the Hummer. And I see, and I'm like, hmm, maybe he ain't, maybe he ain't here yet. So then I waited a second. <laughs> and I was like, I started thinking, but I just forgot about that. And I was like, you know, I text like, I'm here. And he was like, oh, yeah. I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm a Cashville to the key, I'm man. Like, I'm headed to Bill's Donuts. Then. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So how you enjoy a lazy Sunday? Hey, man, I got a couple apple fritters and went to the crib, and uh, kids was happy to see me back with some donuts. So hey. yeah, it was chill, man. We just relaxed. Got caught up on some homework, and uh, that's it, man. I just been I've been laying low this week, man. This week was just a house. My household being sick. Somebody had either a stomach bug or. Mm. Uh, my baby uh, got diagnosed with double ear infection. Ugh. My middle kid got strep. Ugh. So yeah, it's been it's been one of those weeks. Ooh man, I remember as a kid, I used to get strep throat at least twice a year. The crazy thing about Carmen is she um, our only symptom she had was throwing up like the rest of us. Like we all at some point had like a stomach bug, twenty four hour stomach bug that just put us down for the day. Mm. So she had those same symptoms. We thought she just got the bug. We took her. They said she had a positive for strep, and apparently that can be a symptom for a kid. It's not it's nausea and vomiting. Really, I had no idea. I thought you would have a sore throat. She had never once complained of a sore throat, a cough, nothing. So one of them weeks in Ohio. One of them weeks in Ohio. Absolutely, man. But uh, my uh, my <laughs> little trip down to Cashville was uh, eventful. How was it? Very it was good? eventful. Good? Uh, Step out a little or work uh, or work. Uh, okay, so my brother. <laughs> My big bro lives in, well, used to live in Cleveland. All right. You know, we're born and raised in the 216 and everything like that. So he's been looking for other opportunities to work places and try to find, just, you know, expand, mm -hmm. you know. So he got an opportunity for this company down in Nashville. So he's been working in Nashville for about two weeks now. Mm. Like he would go down there, fly down there on Sunday, work all week, fly back on Friday start packing just basically two weeks of that so the finally the day comes where like okay man i gotta get down there i gotta move in i found the apartment 
because uh, like he's the head of this. Like he's he had to find the office space. Oh, wow. He's hiring all the employees. He had to get the internet guys, the IT guys. Like yeah. he's the the guy yeah. like for this region. So it's like it's a startup and it, he's in charge of the whole situation. So. I can't rag on him too much right. for for things that he should have, but you know it's one of those things. So supposed to pick me up on Friday at three o'clock. <laughs> this nigga, <laughs> this nuggle, don't get to my crib until nine o'clock at night. Wow, six hours, huh? dude. So as <laughs> soon as I see U-Haul pull up, I see my cousin. Yeah, like your your brother, man. Get your boy. <laughs> and my brother, how about like, man, don't even start. I'm like, too late. Right. <laughs> too six late. hours. Six I'm hours like, of being uh, in the you're ready. supposed to be at three. It's like, no. Talking about my cousin. Like, he ain't get off work till three o'clock and he ain't get to my house until five. I'm like, what? Everybody pointing like, the finger. Huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a big <laughs> finger pointing situation. I was like, oh, so I guess y'all just gonna crash here. We gonna bounce first thing in the morning. Right. It's like, no. Nah. We got to leave tonight because I got the elevator scheduled from 7 to 9. And if I miss the elevator time, I want, we're going to have to carry it up the stairs. Right. He live on the seventh floor. Woo. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, hey. So I'm like, all right. So I go outside. I check out the U-Haul. I'm like, uh. Uh-oh. Somebody, I, I see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's two seats, three people. <laughs> Somebody were all like, the row. No, no row game, Ooh. bro. No row game. Two seats, three people. Orange milk crate? Dude, my brother's 6'4". <laughs> oh. I'm six feet. Thank goodness my cousin is only like 5'7". My knees <laughs> hit the dash, this little thing in the U-Haul, so I know somebody's 6'4 hurting. Yeah, man. So initially, we jump in, and like me and my cousin are like sharing the seat. <laughs> And before we even get out of my driveway, I'm like, stop, stop, stop. What? What? What you forget? I was like, no, I'll drive. I'm not sitting like this for umpteen <laughs> hours, bro. He's like, for real? I was like, yeah, move. So <laughs> we riding, we rolling, we 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 get to pass UD, we chugging along, we pass the Dayton Mall, Middletown, Cincinnati, we chugging, we moving. Then starts to rain. Uh-oh. So, of course, what do you do when the rain starts? Turn on the windshield wipers. Mud, mud, <laughs> mud, mud. Just streaking mud. How? <laughs> on the highway. So, on the highway. <laughs> and, you know, you're in a U-Haul, so you obviously you, don't, you got TVs. You got people's stuff back there. So, mm. you don't, you're not driving like it's a car. Right. You want to be cautious with it. Then, we're driving in the middle of the night. You want to be weary of uh, deer. Yeah. And so, we rolling. So we finally get to Louisville. So normally Louisville is probably about three hours away. Took us like four and a half because mm. we was driving so slow. So we gas up. My brother takes over. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I sit in the middle. So my brother finessed it so he could like lean a certain way and get some leg room. So I'm like, all right, this ain't ain't that bad. <laughs> I got my phone, got my headphones on. I'm about to Netflix it out. Yeah. 30 minutes into the ride. Bro was like, pulls over. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I need a break. I'm like, a break? <laughs> the fuck? It's been 30 minutes. We've been doing in for four Kentucky. hours, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we've been in, we ain't even crossed the state line, bro. He's like, man, move, man. I drive. He's like, no, I need to just chill. I need to relax. 
I don't need to see nothing moving for a minute. I'm like, well, are you car sick, bro? And my cousin just over there on the windshield, sleep. So he's oblivious to this whole situation that's going on. So we literally just sit there at a rest stop for 30 minutes. He playing around on YouTube, drinking a soda, chilling. Like, man, relax. We will get there. I'm like, dude. <laughs> it's three people in a U-Haul. That's that's nothing worse for me than when you're traveling with people and you have that like, like okay, so we went to t- Tennessee. You know, if the baby ain't got to stop, the kids ain't got to use the bathroom, we push it. Yes. So then like my mom want to like show us this rest stop that they stayed at where it has this nice gift store and take the kids in. And it like, it just makes like <laughs> the five and a half hour drive you sitting there like we could have been there an hour ago. Yes. So that's all you doing is counting backwards. Like, <laughs> bro, we just wasted an hour, bro. We could have been in Tennessee either almost to Tennessee or, you know, whatever. So Exactly. <laughs> so after that 30 minute rest was over, we jump back in, we driving. No later than 15 minutes later. Across the state line, we officially in Tennessee. Man, I need a break. I'm like, nigga, no, you don't. <laughs> and my cousin, like, man, this nigga. <laughs> I'm like, man, no. Like, move. I'll drive. We're not stopping for another 30 minutes, dude. We mm. gotta get there and get this shit over with, man. So our drivers get us into town. Luckily, when we got to uh his apartment, finally, <laughs> <laughs> they allowed us to use the uh maintenance elevator to move early because we got there about 4 30 their time. Mm-hmm. And if I went upstairs and went to sleep, I wouldn't have been able to get up. Yeah. So we got everything moved in. I went ahead and drove, then moved it all Drove, in. moved in, then, all in one fell swoop. Uh, it was it was a beast, man. It was it was definitely a beast. Yeah, man. That's one thing that I tried, like, and it's a it's a flaw of mine, I won't deny it. But I try with every bean of my fiber to avoid any moving help. <laughs> it's just something about like, you know, like when your boy need help and you like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. And then that you the Thursday come, you like, oh, that shit's Saturday. Hit you yeah. up with that text. We still good, yeah, right, right, bro? And you, the whole time, you're <laughs> like, man, I got to be there for the for the homie. I got to help out, you know, family, whatever. But then it's just like that whole, the whole process be such a long day. Yeah. And then you don't realize, like, the every, every time I help somebody, the next day I wake up like, man, mm-hmm. am I sore from moving? Like, but couches up weird steps and weird turns and weird lifts yeah. and it just it makes for a long day. Luckily, luckily he ain't have a lot of stuff. Literally, he on, only furniture he had was two lounge chairs. Okay. Everything else was boxes of clothes, boxes of shoes, couple artwork pieces in yeah. his TV. So the amount of stuff wasn't a lot. It was literally the drive. Yeah, the drive the was, was was horrible <laughs> and. The main reason, well, two main reasons. Obviously, it's my big bro. I'll do anything for him. But right. you know, it's it's uh he's moving away. Yeah. I mean, I'm away, but not really. You know right. what I'm saying? He went to Central State, so he knows the area of Dayton. He's only three three and a half hours away in Cleveland. Now he's five hours away in Nashville. But you know that distance is far. He's never lived away from home, home outside mm-hmm. of going to Central State. So it's like, yo, he's moving away, right. kind of. <laughs> so I can't even say call and, and see you that evening. Yeah, you know, exactly. Type, type <laughs> so, of course, I want to spend some quality time with my bro. And <laughs> he called two men in the truck. They gave him an estimate of $4,500 to move his shit from Cleveland to Nashville. That's crazy because I've used them in my last two moves and – you know, I paid five locally. Yeah. It's the miles. It's the miles yeah. that get you. I was like, dude, 
Like he ain't even have a big boy U-Haul. He had not the not the small, small, right. the the middle size, right. and that wasn't even full. Right. That's the crazy part. It's like, dude, they charging you for the miles. And uh he was like, Yeah, man, the company would have reimbursed me, but I ain't want to hit him over the head with a uh with a five thousand dollar moving expense plus uh y'all flights back or whatever. So he's like, man, I just was like, man, we can do it, and you know what I'm saying, put myself in some good graces with the new, new, new company or whatever, man. But uh, while he's down in Nashville, it's a dope city, man. Yeah. It's very dope, man. We I've been there one time. Town. We're about. I was um close to downtown. I, my uh, I don't remember the area, but I know my coworker had a timeshare, and he used to sell them throughout the year to different people on mm-hmm. their vacation time, and you could go pick a pick a certain location that he had points in. I mean, he hooked us up with like a two bedroom, full blown, yeah. you know, apartment style, yeah. like four hundred for the week, yeah, you know, something like that, to where it was super light. And uh, we went down. I went down there for a weekend and uh, went went down to Nash, downtown Nashville and just hung out with some military boys and mm-hmm. just kicked it for like two days. So the area I was in was nice and quiet. It was beautiful weather. Yeah, it was, it was super it was cool. nice. You know, they got the. Tennessee Titans, yeah. the, the Predators, like, and everything's like in this centralized area, and they like got a ton of bars down right. there. Granted, it's country music, and like that's the my biggest question for my brother. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, so you've been out before, right? It's like, ah, I've been out twice, and I was like, do they like got any like basically top forty bars at least? It's right. like, is everything country? country right. It's like, man, everything I've seen is country. <laughs> so he said he went out this past weekend with a couple coworkers, whatever. That's from the area. And he asked that he's like, yeah, anything downtown, you get in the country bar. Like, if you want to like get like a top forty, you gonna go like further out. Yeah, he's like, man, I ain't journeying all the way out there, <laughs> man. I'm I'm staying in my my three block radius. <laughs> right? Is that where you at downtown area? Yeah, yeah, yeah stay downtown. And, we got uh, good food down in Nashville. Ooh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we ate good, hung out a little bit, drove past uh Fisk University. Actually, my uh, found out my great uncle went to uh, college there. We rolled past Tennessee State, Bandy. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of schools down there. It's a lot of lot of things going on. A lot of infrastructure. Right. Got a lot of churches down there. Yeah. They got like this um this amphitheater that used to be a church, and it's humongous, dog. <laughs> humongous. And I was like, man, how many people that sit? It's like, yeah, about 3,000. One of those 3, mega, those mega churches. 3,000 arena, and it's like, Built it as an old church. It's super dope. I was like, man, y'all got some got some nice architecture down there. Nice look, man. So right. uh it was it was a journey, man. The where was, was you? Hashtag is answered. Yeah, huh? there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't here doing the pod. I was <laughs> down in Nashville, Tennessee, man. How was the midterms, man? Oh, uh, uh, was all right. Joe College. <laughs> it was all right, man. I uh Man, so aside, I just told you about the whole sick week we had as a fam. So then throw in midterms too. I had to take one from the crib. It was all right. I mean, I just <laughs> I wish I would have been there to you know just something about taking a test like that at home mm-hmm. for me is like I want to go and be in the classroom and hear a little five minute hoopla about you know question eight put this because we got that debate going on you know little things yeah. like that that you miss from just being in class and. I took that from home, but overall I did pretty well on them. No, uh, no, no failures. <laughs> I think I got a C on one, but the rest of them I think I got a B. So okay, got I got a break next week. I'm gonna try to lay low. Uh, work on Serato um, for those that I uh, saw that I saw came that. out with a. They kind of redid the whole program for DJs. So now um, things you can do as far as practicing and preparing 
um, are made so much easier. So I'll be playing around with that a lot this week. So, yeah, man, I'm just going to lay low and enjoy spring break. And then uh, I'm going to actually go on vacation uh, in April. We're going down to Phoenix with my boys. Okay. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that man trip. Get away from these women's. Hey, I, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I got a uh, vacation coming up in August. Yeah, August. We're going to NYC. But uh, before that, I'm trying to figure out another chance to get down to Nashville, check out my brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hang out with him and everything like catch that. A, catch a uh, Indians game in the spring or something. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Catch, your Indians catch me game a vibe, man. Catch a good vibe, <laughs> man. But uh, I, the whole back-to-school thing, man, like how does it feel? It's tough, man, for me because I'm just to a point <laughs> where being 35 and going back to school, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when one side of it. But then the opportunity and the, and the – the, the fact that I'm not paying for this yeah. and that I still got people and wiggle room to get back into the federal government where I you know, got 12 years of time. So I'm trying to just push through it. But what I'm struggling with the most is getting to class and half the class be there to try to get this information and get done and move on. And the other half, you know, we dealing I'm I'm in a business math class, so we doing math. You know damn well that if you write a dollar sign in front of the number – that after that comma, if you see anything, it's probably a dot, yeah. a decimal for the cents, right? Yeah. His little dots sometimes look like commas. And is that a comma? Like, come on, bro. You know it's $2,729.62, you know, whatever. Man, you'd be surprised, <laughs> man. Little these, minute uh, things, these little man. millennials, man. Man, it's tough. Like, it's just dealing <laughs> turning with. turning into old men out here, man. And the some... way we learned in school was a very visual chalkboard. Base, yeah. read a book, base everything. But now, like with online classes, mm-hmm. it's just like different. Like and I, I couldn't imagine. Too. I couldn't imagine taking a class and not going to class. Yeah, like I got homeboys that uh, got their master's degrees online. I'm like, houseway. I tried. I tried, but back in right after I got out the army, I tried at University of Phoenix, and it was something about the work wasn't that it was hard for me. What I just had zero. Like participation in was the discussion shit. Like yeah. I'm not about to go through and read your reply and be like, "That was good, Andy. I think you should do." You know, like <laughs> I, for me, I struggle with keeping up with that because yeah. it's like I do my work, I'm done with the work. Like yeah. oh, I gotta go answer some d- two discussion questions and hundred words or hundred fifty words. Or yeah. Like I struggled with that. So I I actually did take an English class though last semester online. So I have four. How can school. you take an English class online? Bro, it was, How? it was tough. I passed, but it was tough. I, like, I, don't, I just <laughs> yeah. don't even understand that, man. I don't want to sound a lot, like a, a lot of little a, papers and, you know, little essays. and. But Because yeah. I was the type of cat that, you know, the when the teacher say, see me after class, I was the type of dude that go, <laughs> like, yeah, let's let's talk. Let's chop it up. Let's, yeah, yeah let's break this down for me. Yeah, right. I don't get it. Right. Because I don't want to be the dude like this every five minutes. So I just like, yeah, everybody, class mm-hmm. over? Yeah. That's when all you, I do. When you office hours, let's get it on because we about to be here a while. <laughs> this, this this technology world, man, is such a fast-paced, growing environment that, you know, I'm trying to absorb it all and retain it, not absorb it to get through to the next, you know, to the next class and be done with right. it. I'm right. trying to make a career change, and I want to understand what I'm doing. But, like, learning a whole new language at 35, I mean, it's tough. And then you got to, you know, I got to space out my time to where I got to, after class, I gotta stay an extra two hours because if I go home with three children and a wife, 
the odds of me a remembering what I just learned and b doing the work, doing the work, it's yeah. gonna be uh, tough. So we pushing through though, man. It's, I'm blessed to take a little break from the occupational world and uh, sit back. I get to DJ. I get to keep my bills paid and go to school and hopefully be 40 and happy. That's the goal. So That's super dope, man. Working on it. Working on it. So guess what I did this weekend? For the, what I had the crib to myself. The whole spot? You didn't the call me, man? The whole spot. The whole spot. Wifey <laughs> is in, at the airport right now, actually. She's in D.C. for a girl's trip. Well, she went to D.C. for a girl's trip. Uh, they had like crazy wind out there though, yeah, man. Like she said, like they couldn't land the plane because it was so windy. So they kept circling the airport and like people was on there barfing and mm -hmm. just. Uh, I like, saw that on the news. Yeah. And they were talking about some of the the show the plane. It was coming in like if you looking at a clock, it was coming in like two and eight. You know, it was like back from that, then back to twelve and six, and then it was <laughs> swerving and trying to land. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, man. I was uh. Uh, when she told me she landed, she was she was a little shook up or whatever, but she good now. And uh, actually, her flight is delayed leaving. I don't know if it's weather related mm -hmm. yet. They haven't let her know, but you know, she was just like, "Yo, it was crazy." My so. mom will not fly anymore because of our. We had took a took a vacation back in the '90s, and we went to uh, Arizona, Mexico, uh, Disneyland in California, and uh, uh, Vegas, like a okay. two week two week thing. And on the way there or back? On the way there, um, flying over the mountains, we hit some terrible turbulence, mm. and the plane had to literally drop, and it dropped for probably 15, 20 seconds to Ooh, where- that's a long time, yeah, man. People's newspapers was flying in the air, and things were falling, and it was like a roller coaster feeling. And as a 10-year-old, you know, I'm scared, but for me, I've always been this way. I'm terrified. But I'm finding more humor in my mom being terrified than actually being terrified. So I'm like scared, but I'm laughing at her like, I ain't about to die scared. I'm going to die laughing. So I'm <laughs> laughing at her. She grabbing the guy next to us, screaming in his ear, all crazy. So, yeah, some people, my mom will not fly, period, again. She will not. I'm oh, trying to get her to. I think the only way I'll be able to get her to fly is if I get rich. <laughs> get then, that yeah, PJ? Yeah, then I'll make her fly. She'll be cool. So. Yeah, man. So I had to create to myself. On Friday and Saturday, dude, and I ain't do shit. What's that like, man? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let's rewind that. <laughs> What's that like? I miss those days. <laughs> it's weird. It's it's very weird because, you know, uh, got a routine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially a Friday routine. Normally come home. We watch a show that we missed throughout the week. Take a quick power nap before I hit the club that mm -hmm. night to work or whatever. And then on Saturday, get up, go hit up the gym. Come home, take a shower, and then hang, me and the wife hang out. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's what we do. You right. know what I'm saying? But this week, I was like, oh, man, I was all charged up. I was talking shit. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to watch this show. I'm going to watch that show. I'm going to watch this movie because she don't like that, so I ain't got to hear her complaining about it. Man, Saturday, I woke up, hit the gym, came back, took a shower, fell asleep, woke up at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Cause Missed everything, dog. Turned on the NFL combine, watched that for a little while. And hello Sunday, dog. That's when, basically what happened. When me and the wife had date night with uh, DJ OPZ and uh, Miss Parker mm -hmm. to go see Black Panther, you know, we had the kids gone to my mom's, all three. You know, so sometimes the older ones go, we keep the baby type thing. Uh -huh. But it was like the first time it was just us. And then we like, you know, had the night to ourselves and it was like, what are we going to do? And the whole week we plan, are we going to go out afterwards, get some drinks and da 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 
after that movie because Owen had to get back. They had a busy weekend, so they had to get back to Columbus. Uh huh. So we kind of was like, well, you want to go step out? And it was like, no, nah, I think I want to go home and have random sex because we can just have it because no <laughs> no one's there. You know, it was like. That sounds that sounds cool. That, 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 <laughs> game on. So it's like, but to have those moments like that, it's weird because when you got a, a big family, you know, a big family of three is pretty big family. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 uh it's very few nights or weekends that you just back to just being just two. you two. And we've been married ten years this year, so you know, we was thinking back to '07 when we was dating and '06 and getting married in '08, and it's like. Man, we ain't really had too many mm-hmm. nights of just us. So yeah. you know, we we uh kinda like it was kinda like a, a this is us moment where it was like <laughs> the anniversary thing, like let's never not do nothing again. Like like when we had those moments, let's just go enjoy them. You know, we always could come home and chill, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. So I like, kinda like what you said, that's what we do, but we we definitely enjoy the night out and, and uh being being out in the night, you know, <laughs> kicking it. It's been a while since we've done something like that. So you dope. said Black Panther, it's doing crazy numbers, man. Bruh. Over $700 million at the box office. And obviously, number one movie in the country, number one album in the country with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. took the fam, the entire fam. I did. The beautiful little girls have now been down with the Black Panther. Two. How was that experience versus the experience of going with the wife? Because I know she's into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Unlike you. <laughs> For me personally, it was absolutely terrible. Oh. And only because we had to bring the baby. Uh-huh. And I'm a big, I don't know, like, something about me, I'm a people's person, I love people, and like all I could think about was if she started acting up, this is somebody's first time seeing Black Panther, I don't want my baby to be, like, the distraction. Yeah. So we started out, we got we got about maybe 20, 30 minutes into it, and she started <laughs> wiggling and just and making And by noise. the way, if you haven't seen it by now, we probably gonna do a couple little things, spoilers. Oh yeah, we got to by yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, by now it's, yeah. it's on you. When, once you reach a billion, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You're doing these numbers, you right. better seen it, man. But continue. But yeah, so I uh, took her out in the hallway, let her run up and down the ramp for the majority of the movie, <laughs> just because I didn't want her to be a distraction to yeah. it. So we, you know, I got to stand in the little hallway a little bit when she would chill out. And kind of peek over and watch some stuff, but really it was more so for my older kids. Mm-hmm. And being that I had already seen it, um, I had no problem stepping out. I know the wife. That's the wife. Like the wife got them all <laughs> makeuped up with their African art yeah. type makeup, and you know they had a whole experience. And I think for her, after seeing it, she like it's something that I definitely want my children to see. Just on on some black excellence shit, yeah. you know, like just on some look at what you know. The generals were they were yeah, the strongest women, women and, and and just the whole everybody you see in this movie is 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 for something and doing good like you know it just for the most it was just a movie that she wanted the kids to to be a part of and my oldest did not want to go she was like really she was not on it so she like you yeah 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 <laughs> she she was she was not really trying to go to the movies on Tuesday she wanted to go outside I think or something oh it was some, nice that day yeah like it's play. discount day sweetie <laughs> I'm sorry exactly <laughs> exactly like we definitely go on Tuesday I took you out of school early to get this four o'clock show too so we we definitely going on Tuesday so yeah. We got to take to take them to see it. I spent I probably walked a mile in that movie theater because the baby was having a ball on the little ramps. Uh-huh. So she's running down. Old ladies coming out of movies. She's she being the center of attention, playing with everybody. So we uh that was that was my movie experience. But <laughs> as far as the purpose and what we went for, it was dope to have the kids see that. So 
So, what's your favorite part of Black Panther, man? My favorite part of it, I think, is honestly, is the stories. Yeah. The stories of the actors, like especially uh, Chadwick Boseman. Like, he everywhere right now. I mean, I, I turn the TV on this morning. He's on Sunday morning, whatever. He's on late night shows. He's on Fallon. He's on different things. And, like, when he speak about it and he really breaks down certain questions, it really just feel like, yo, this movie just feel good. And it's it's dope to feel good. Yes. Like, like, we had our, you know, I think back to, like, mega waves of, like, Friday and Men's yeah, Society. Man, and those, those classic just at black movies. Like this is gonna. My wife just done bought three, let's see, two, two Ebony magazines and a Rolling Stone magazine, just cause of the covers and one and one to preserve. I mean, like this whole little aura that we got going on about the movie is just dope. And like I, I just I've been enjoying hearing like some of the stories about how it was made, some of the stories about you know what he feel like this movement is doing to the to the black community. We he was talking about how people are always kind of you know arguing or uh, disagreeing about certain things when it comes to race, religion, all those things. And he was like, it was just nice to kind of have something that we could collectively like dream of or, mm -hmm. or be proud of. And, you know, just that whole vibe of just what that movie did and what, and what you see in that movie. I mean, it was, you know, the smartest person in the, in the movie was, you know, a 16 year old, exactly. A 16 year old <laughs> girl. So, I mean, like little things like that are just good to see it in the in the scheme of like in the black light you know yeah. and, and seeing blackness great so i mean i think it was totally dope now i'm not i can't give you the marvel answer because that's not my <laughs> lane but i mean overall from what i i'm already uh planned out i'm pretty sure tomorrow when the kids go to school i'm gonna do that civil war yeah man i'm gonna check that out because i've I've seen enough little things about it, talking about it, and I've been reading. I've literally, since I've seen the movie, I spent more time reading about that subject, period, than I have any other, as far as, like, I'm a I'm a CNN, Yahoo, yeah. you know, t daily news type of reader. Like, I've been looking for the B-roll and the Chadwick Boseman interviews and the Lapinga interviews and all, all those things, so... I'm enjoying it, man. I think it's dope. I think it's. I heard it even came out in China mm -hmm. yet, or that's like, it's gonna do crazy numbers, mm, man. It's at mm. over eighty million right now, mm -hmm. so you know, obviously, it's gonna do over a billion dollars, man. Because yeah. I mean, as many people over there in China at the end. That's just that's just box office. So imagine what's gonna do once it hits uh, streaming and mm -hmm. everything, and Blu-ray. You know, they're gonna have deleted scenes, so people gotta see the deleted scenes. Right. So it's just gonna be crazy. For me, my favorite part of the movie, man, there's so many parts that I love, man. That, But the one, the part that spoke to me the most was at the very first uh, post-credit scene where T'Challa, Black Panther, mm -hmm. is talking to the United Nations mm -hmm. and talking about, you know, it just reminds me about everything that's going on today. It's kind of like, you know... Wakanda was keeping their technology to themselves and keeping the outside world away, right. more or less having a wall almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Much like exactly. our president wants to build for, for the United States, but them being open arms and welcome to let people in and just the message that sends to everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's not just for the for the movie. That's a message for the world mm -hmm. and a message to our government to say, hey, man, we have to work together Yeah, in order for everything to 
start running smoothly again yeah. and, and be in a, a harmony type of situation, man. And and then obviously outside of that, the the nerd in me, the the comic book thing in me is like, oh shit, the, just the tech and just the the look of the movie, like mm-hmm. yo, it's just them dudes fighting on a. On a on a on an underground railroad, like yeah. yo, do you think about that? Like yo, they're fighting, they're black people, underground railroad. Mm-hmm. Like yo, it's just it's just everything about that movie is just so many different things. Even even the level of like the world thinking that they were a third world yeah. country, they didn't have anything. And sometimes Africa, if you look at it, it has you know a whole people looking at it, they think that most of it's not beautiful or most yeah. of it's not great or there's nothing pot. Like they just bring it. Bring it down, yeah. And, and to see and to hear that, you know, and then visualize like, man, my wife's been to Africa and like, she damn near cries talking about it, just how she felt going and being a part of it, and like she spent two weeks or three weeks there with teaching kids English wow. and just doing her little part, you know. And she feels like, you know, when when she hear bad things and people say things about Africa and like she she now she can really stand up and, and say something because like she's. Has people that she's met there in those three weeks. She still communicates with. They they still Facebook message and mm-hmm. hey, how you been? I miss you. I'm in. I'm a, I'm a senior in high school now. You know. Dope. So she's really keeping up with the people that she's really helped out in this super dope experience. But things like that in that movie show light on on just how the world could look at black people. Yeah. You know? Almost almost like how they should look at black people. They always look at us. You know, when the news break of a black person doing a crime or a white person doing a crime. Odds are the black person's picture is a mugshot, mm-hmm. and the white person is mentally unstable and need, yeah. need some love, you yeah. know, type of thing. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. man. That that movie, man. I'm going again, going again, yeah. and again, and again, and again, man. <laughs> I told the wife, she was like, I want to see it again. I was like, we can watch it on the fire stick, probably. So she's like, I ain't watching that. Sh-. She's like, lecture. I'm like, my bad. You should be ashamed. Right. My bad. Shame. My bad. <laughs> I forgot how y'all get on this thing. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Yeah, man. But uh, Hove. Yeah, Beyonce, man. Beyonce. Future. Yeah. Khaled. I took the top off the baby. Oh, man. I took the top off. What did you think? <laughs> first reaction. First reaction, I wasn't a fan of the hook. The first reaction, to be honest. I was just like, Future on the hook. It, was like, it felt like they could have just <laughs> kept it. Because, I mean, that's all he was really doing. No money phone. Yeah, I wasn't really doing the hook. <laughs> but then, you know, as far as the, as far as, Jay talking this shit, B always talking her shit. I always feel like Jay being there with her, like swag it out, babe. No, 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 we gonna say bitch here instead of instead of <laughs> instead of you know we gonna cuss here or we gonna we gonna talk some shit here. I just cause when she be spitting like that, it'd be funny though. But I, I overall, I mean, this is another one. Like Khaled really can say another one because when he puts out songs, everybody either likes it or hates it. Mm-hmm. But give it four weeks, and it's on everybody's tip of their tongue. You know, and that's what an artist really want. So, I mean, he, I think it's going to be a cool song. It's going to be another summer song because it's, it's going to be in our presence so much. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> to take people behind the curtain a little bit, man, you know, the song dropped like on Thursday at like 11 o'clock. I ain't listened to it because I was lazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I listened to it first thing in the morning. First thing I got to do when I got here, I loaded the song in the system at the station. And this is the dope part about our new operations manager. Like he gives us a lot of leeway on music and like do things that make sense. Yeah. And obviously it made sense for us to play that song a lot. Right. On over the weekend, starting on Friday or whatever. So and like it's Khaled, it's Hove, it's B. Like, duh. Yeah. So <laughs> we did that and we played it, got 
crazy feedback. But us playing it so much, I really had a chance to hone in on the lyrics. Yo. Gay Zimmerman at work, Gay Zimmerman at work. <laughs> I did the same thing. Georgie Porgy. Yeah. You want this work? <laughs> then it dawned on me, yo, she's talking about Kim. I'm not, I'm number, I'm number one or something. What she say? She, she, uh, I'm top two and I'm not number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break the internet with my real body, my real ice. I'm like, yo, she's talking about Kim K. Mm -hmm. So this beef with Jay and Ye ain't over. Yeah. It ain't over. And then I felt like uh, after hearing Charlamagne said something about it where Tiffany Haddish was telling a story about partying with B and how, you know, some girl was all in his face or something and she came over there and kind of shut the whole situation down. And then there was a lyric in there talking about like you know you party with me I have to make you sign a you know sign a do not non disclosure oh. type of thing so like that 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 little lyric I felt like could have been a shot at her on on some because she had just was on the Breakfast Club okay yeah yeah, yeah a week yeah, or yeah. two prior and was telling that story about how she was out one time partying and some chick was in Jay's face yeah. and B kind of saw it and went over there and kind of shut it down like you ain't keep not your hands today. off yeah yeah not today so she was telling like you can't do that to B you know and she was telling kind of trying to be funny but I felt like that was a little response so yeah they was I mean it seemed like they wrote that shit like on Wednesday because he, Hove talking about the 90k spent mm -hmm. that on All Star Weekend like that wasn't my bill that was his bill right, you know what I'm saying like right. yo that ju just happened yeah, dude yeah yeah. Like that wasn't like, oh man, we made this song. That's how back fast in. music is happening yeah. now. We ain't made this in December and we put it out now. It's like, yo, here's the track, here's the verse, yeah. mix master. I said the last I can't remember, I just, just too many songs in my head, but the last Jay Z song I can remember he said something in the lyric that was, you know, fresh in the news. Yeah. You know, the, was, uh the the uh Al Sharpton. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, yeah. Posing for the selfies yeah, exactly. on the gram. Like, yeah. It's just happening to where you literally can make it uploaded and the world can have it. And it's not, you know, the the selling about the trunk and hitting every market and, you know, taking some time to grow it. Like you can grow it the same way, but it can be received so much faster. Yeah. So much Yeah, faster. man. I love it, man. I love yeah. the track, man. I'm loving what Khaled does. Yeah. I mean, he's just like the poster child for a DJ to to really put on because I mean he's not only like he's literally a DJ yeah and then he's a was an on air personality now mm -hmm. he's a, I don't I don't even know how to classify yeah he he he's the entertainer now yeah like yeah. He's, <laughs> like he's on tour with Demi Lovato <laughs> right like so I'm just like yo yeah what is I don't know what he's gonna do because I mean obviously he's gonna have people come out on the stage you mm -hmm. know what I mean. He ain't literally just gonna be up there cutting and scratching right. for an hour and right. a half, is he? Like, yo, he gonna he do gotta something. have people come to different segments of the tour, and you would think, yeah, think. But I mean, every time he come out with a track lately, the only backlash you could say is like, oh, "This is gonna be on the radio a lot," or "This is gonna <laughs> be," you know. The only thing, the only, the only qualm you have about it is that you're about to be exposed to it so much. You know, you're gonna keep yeah. hearing, it. you're gonna hear it on. Snapchat videos, you're gonna hear it on people don't realize those little, you know, those little exposures to those 30 second or a minute videos. And then you go over to Facebook and somebody twerking to it, and you happen to watch that. And then you get in the car and you hear yeah. it, and then you out the barbershop and you like people get exposed to it so much that it just becomes, you know, just like that. Top of my top Speaking of, of which, we gotta say a shout out and a prayer to Rick Ross, man. Absolutely, yeah, Rose. I mean, can't believe it. I just kind of. That's one of those things where, like, you expect to hear about that more. I really didn't hear much buzz about it. No. I just saw a TMZ alert 
Yeah. And uh, went over there and read about it. It sounded like he on some form of life support. Or yeah, man. Possible Crazy, heart man. attack. So, he, you know, he's had uh, some health issues. He was doing so well with, uh, you know, better fitness and mm-hmm. everything like that. But uh, I haven't heard any updates yet. Matter of yeah. fact, while are we talking about it, let me jump on Twitter. And I actually, uh, every now and then I'll get a, a like or a reply from uh, Sam Sneak, his DJ. Okay. One of the... Uh, one of the first big gigs I had was at Club Cream opening up for Ross. Dope. And uh, I got to mingle with Sam Sneak back then. And um, we actually exchanged numbers and emails and kind of been, you know, I would, at first I would just be hitting him up, you know, just checking in, saying what's up, making sure just he remembered me, you know, type, type <laughs> thing. And uh, I think now it's kind of like he just knows, I know this name, but I don't like, because like, it's never like deep combo, but at least, you know, like I, I can get a you know a comment from him or a like or something, and we communicate. Say what's up. So I know uh, he says some things about him doing okay and not. It's not what the you know the media is always in a rush to be first type type of comments good, that he gonna good. be okay. But yeah, I saw a uh, uh, fat trail uh, said it's not that either. Yeah. I saw that post on social media from him. So, so. hopefully they just uh, hopefully he getting better. I know he's had some health issues, but he lost some weight and sounds like he uh, party make music and. Drink and smoke and you know, <laughs> all those things. Constantly. Catch up so, to yeah. you, catch up to <laughs> right. you, man. Right, yo. It's funny you brought up uh, Ross in this whole situation. Somebody asked me when I was in Nashville because I told him I work in radio and everything like that. It's like, so, like, who's the most famous person you ever met? Mm-hmm. And I always find that question weird, right? Because I define meeting and taking a picture with somebody. It's two totally different experiences. Right. Like, okay, example. I took a picture with Monica, mm-hmm. but I don't think I met Monica. Yeah. I think you met Monica. I, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. I took yeah, pictures. It's totally different. Like, you had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Y'all chopped it up. She, you said, hey, play this. Yeah, I'll play this for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a report. I actually it was, had two in one day at two different locations. See, that's what I'm saying. I think that <laughs> I think that's meeting. I think I just took a picture. Like, right. But I think that I met uh, Maxwell because yeah. we had a conversation. It was a, hey, this is your wife. Oh, she's beautiful. You guys look good. You gotta, took time out to speak to me. Not that Monica wasn't trying to speak right. or anything like that. No throwing no shade or whatever. But it wasn't like a conversation, actual meeting. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. It was more, hey, nice to meet you. Just say, it's next. So it's like time for one of them type of things. So what do you think is the biggest difference? Do you feel me? Am I tripping? Oh, no, yeah, Did I, I meet you. her? And can I add that to my resume? <laughs> so that's what I was about to say. If you want to go on my Facebook, I got a little folder of like celeb pics. Mm-hmm. And if you go through them, 70 of the 80 came from two nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, or two full days in LA. Like, we uh, stayed in the hotel our first year going out there for Tone's birthday. Um, we were just going as just, he invited us out there. We were just kicking it. And we were trying to figure out, it's a funny story. We were trying to figure out the Roosevelt Hotel because we know the name. Yeah. We know where the stars stay. We was like, hey, we got to figure out how much this is to see if we can work it out. So, this shit was like $3.99 a night. And we was there for a week. Woo. So we get we get to L.A. our first time there. And there's another hotel called the Roosevelt something. But it's like the Roosevelt Garden or something like that. So we get there. And it's like 80s furniture. You know, it just looked like a, it ain't bad, but it just looks like, this can't be where Jay-Z and NBA. You know, this can't be. So we figure out after about half a day that it was, you know, a few blocks over and we was at the wrong one. So we canceled the reservation there. 
go to the Roosevelt. They had one room left, and it was a tiny, like, two twins, and it was like three of us. So one on the floor. Uh. We packed in there, but we were guests in that hotel, and that was the year they had a BET after party at the Roosevelt. So Looks like y'all. I wiggled into the gig. I mean, wiggled into the night, you know, and then I told I'm smoking them. I'm in here. Y'all got to kind of do the same. So we all wiggled into this party, and it was open bar. Like, you can get a whole bottle of Patron. What? Like, you just go to the bar. That's how I figured it. So let me, I got to tell a story now. Let me just tell you real quick. <laughs> real quick. Two minutes. Two minutes. So I'm, I'm intrigued. So to go down, I had a, a girl that I had, you know, knew, knew that was there. She was trying to get into it because they blocked off a whole block radius of the hotel. She couldn't even get close to the hotel. So um, I told them I was going down to get her. But really, I was not. I was about to leave this hotel and go find this girl. I was about to go to this party. So I was drunk, messing around. I put on Doc's shirt while he was in the shower because he was so hyped about this shirt. And I was about to put this one for call stretch it out a little bit. He's going to be mad as fuck. <laughs> so I put the shirt on. And I'm walking in the hotel, like going downstairs. And it's tight on me, like on my arms and shit. And I get to the like where the lobby is and the guy's like credentials credentials I'm like oh no I'm just a guest of the hotel I'm going down to get one of my friends he let me go past there was steps to go down to the lobby but the party was to the left and all back to the hotel so I'm going towards the steps and realized I, I can make a bolt to the left and he won't notice mm -hmm. I'm in this party so I bolt to the left hurry and grab a seat I sit down and within three minutes the entire cast remember that show College Hill I think it was yeah, 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 yeah. whatever season it was that whole season's cast came and literally sat around me and I'm like I don't think I'm in somebody's seat like I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable <laughs> I'm like oh I'm about to get embarrassed something about to happen so I get up and go to the bar yeah, good I'm place like to let, be. let me get a Patron please and she was like drink or a bottle and I was like oh just a drink you know what I mean she yeah. was like, like well I mean you can have either one I was like she's like open bar you want a bottle for your whole table or just a drink? I was like, I'll take a bottle then. I get a bottle of Patron, <laughs> take a picture of sitting up there to them like, I'm in this party and I got a bottle of Patron within minutes. You know what I'm saying? So they all heard me get dressed, get down there. And we I'll tell you, this party was the best party I've ever been to in my life. I mean, the entire room was either somebody you want to know, somebody you do know, you know, type of thing. Oh. So. I mean, it was Jay Holiday and drama. Like you, you saying excuse me through the crowd of people that's dancing, and you're like, oh, that's Niecy Nash dancing with somebody or that. Like it was just full of celebs. So we got, got so a many crush on Niecy Nash. We got too. so many pictures <laughs> that night with people, and then you know that led to us going out more, and then you know years later. But that first little party led to like the majority of my pictures that I got because wow. the whole hotel was full of them. So it was just a not that was. Whew, that was a night. That's one of them parties that, I mean, DJ SNS was spinning. Mm. It was just, it was dope. J&M was there. They was in a room, like in a little pool area with Nelly and like the Jamie Foxx and all them. And then you had like the B-class celebrities at the time. So you had, you know, Kevin Hart was so playing Kevin Hart. So he was, he was out in the in the masses. And it was just, I mean, nonstop people. You just walking by, talking to, chopping it up. We we spoke to so many people and had conversations with them, you know, and it was dope. That was that was probably my best party night period. But. Dope. So, who was the fo most famous person you think you met? Not just take a picture with. Um, I have to say Tony. Yeah. I just just on the, like, there's that without a doubt is the person that like when once you have dinner with someone's mother. Yeah. Like when she makes dinner and then you invite over to come have the dinner. I feel like you like in that more than just I know you. What's up? You know. Yeah. So uh, it was that was pretty dope because it was literally me, smoke, 
Tom, Jordan, Chris, his mom, and a couple friends. So like oh. we sitting at a dinner table, and you were like sitting there like, I want to turn my phone around so bad, right? And go take a couple of flicks because like when can I say that I literally sat at dinner with the Rock family? Right. You know what I'm saying? And not just one or two of them. The majority of the family was in town for the you know that weekend. So he's one I met. Um, I've met uh. Monica, we she sat down next to us at the, at Roscoe's and had a full blown conversation with us. I told her I was DJing that night. She came to the party, so that was that was somebody I've met, conversated with. Um, a lot of comedians, of course, because that's yeah. kind of the, the, the where tone world is. But um, aside from that, I will say I did get to meet. Um, damn, I had a brain fart. Uh, uh, Steve Nash. Dope. I got to meet Steve Nash, but that was at a. Uh, signing thing out in Texas. He was down there on some like summer camp helping out another NBA guy and he was signing stuff and we went down there as a military unit went down there and got to be a part of that day so he spent a lot of time though chopping it up with us crossing people over like he was <laughs> he was kicking it with us so that was pretty dope too. So Man I met post soul playing Kevin Hart before <laughs> Not obviously not this Kevin Hart, but yeah. it was like the I would say. Remember that Eddie Murphy movie Dave? Yes, he's in that. So I met that Kevin Hart. <laughs> that I'm on the way back up, Kevin yeah, Hart. He yeah. was that still doing Funny Bones and, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So he came to the station or whatever. Uh, was chopping it up. I didn't interview him, but Faith did, mm -hmm. and uh, he was in the studio doing some liners and stuff, whatever. I was cutting the liners or whatever. So, like, prior to us cutting the liners, you know, uh, his dude, uh, um, dang, what's, I can't remember his name. I want to disrespect. But one of his homies, uh, they was in there roasting it or whatever. So I'm laughing because they roasted each other or whatever. <laughs> right. And then he looks at me like, oh, oh you want to get on this? I was like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. So <laughs> we just, just chopping it up prior to him cutting the liners. So I... I consider that as a meeting, and then probably the, I mean, I met Nelly, mm -hmm. which this was a long time ago. This is back when my uh my homie Craig Black was here, cause him and uh him and uh Nelly was super tight, cause uh Craig Black used to work in St. Louis, and he actually debuted uh, mm -hmm. Country Grammar uh for him on his uh station, man. So I met him backstage. I met uh Murphy Lee, and uh it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I got a cool funny one as hell. too. Cool a, as hell. A funny one I forgot. Mimi Frost. Mimi. <laughs> so, so a DJ at a party at the. Vault. I was at there. I was there. DJ that party. Then I, I want to say it was like within two weeks. I had went to LA. It was like in the same in the summertime, I believe. But it, I ran to her in LA, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Hey, I DJ at a party in Dayton, Ohio. I was a DJ," and she kind of like, "Oh yeah," and she kind of said, "What's up?" We took a picture. Then. Fast forward like six weeks, I was back in LA and ran to her for like, so I got like three individual pictures from her in like a few months. Mm -hmm. And every time I ran into her, I'll be like, I'm not, she's like, she's starting to remember me now because I'm like, it's the <laughs> second or third time and it's been short time. So, Think and, you're was, somebody. And, it, and it was all right around that time, right? She like, about to try to get you some pussy. <laughs> right, right when the shower rod and all that, it was, right, it somebody. was, it was a perfect time, <laughs> perfect storm. So, right that way, man. One more thing before we slide up out of here. Did you do the homework assignment? I did. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. So, <laughs> I did. Cause you know, I, I partially did. I partially one of, did. One of my favorite songs of all time is on that CD. So, what's what? that? What's that? Well, shoot, let's tell them know what it is. 
Trap music, hip hop yeah. revisited. Yeah. Ti's trap music, we, man. We, I I listened to it once mm-hmm. on a, on a skim through. I ain't listened to it all the way through like I normally do. But I think I can handle this. I think I can handle. Yeah, this. Yeah, I, I went through most of it. I I a few tracks at the end I didn't, but for the most part, that that uh that Ti was 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 young and and but my favorite song by far that Ti has ever made. Is let's get away. Let's uh, get away. That is my joint. It's something about that track. I play that like if you ever come to a gig and I'm setting up, odds are you're gonna hear imaginary player and, hey. and let's get away at some point in the first thirty minutes of any any set I do. That's that warm up. That's that yeah. bar life. I'm telling you that I, I, that let's get away track for me is one of my favorites. But he has so many, of course. He has so many club hits, so many tracks even on this. Um, be easy. Yes. One of my favorites. Now, I want people to understand this, man. This is coming off of a flop album. Mm-hmm. I remember when, um, what is it, what is it called? What is it, uh, Serious was the first album he had. I think that was the name of it. it might, uh, I'm not sure. Let's find out real quick. There ain't nothing to Google something. Yes, I'm Serious was the first album. Yep. And I remember that album, and I remember him because my homeboy Peanut hit me to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my homeboy Peanut, huge Outkast fan. Mm-hmm. So obviously, him being from Atlanta, he gravitated to dude. Hit me to him. I was like, oh, he cool. But like, he like went away, disappeared. And I just remember him coming back with this. And the first song I heard off of uh, off of um that album was a uh, shit. What was it? Uh, Twenty Fours. Mm-hmm. And I mean the fucking beat. Money. Um, that's, that is just when I hear that song, I can close my eyes and picture the summertime with the t tops off on the SS riding Ooh. up the Berg, in late nineties. Yeah, man, I'm just <laughs> I just picture that whole vibe, man, that whole time. I mean, it's so many singles on here. It, Be Easy was a single. Twenty Four yeah. was a single. Rubber Band Man was mm-hmm. a single. Let's get away, man. I mean. You drop four singles off of one album, mm-hmm. like that. That's like announcing that you back. Yeah, you know there was a saying? couple on there I wasn't. I didn't like the Ti verse Tip track, and that's yeah. I'm not. I'm See, that, when I when I did my scam, I basically it, it was the same thing. I remember like it loses steam like after track nine or ten. Yeah, there's a couple in there, but overall, when you like just let that run and listen to the lyrics, like he's really spitting. Yeah, and really just like. What I call like just like the standard, what I like about rap, you know, yeah. just a dope beat and, and some bars, and every now and then I giggle. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I love about rap. I love the fact that cats can put together, and you know, Ti with his wide vocabulary, yeah. you know, some of the some of the metaphors he puts together, and little and little you know, little 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 bars that he that he comes up with. You was home from the service when this dropped. I believe was this oh four? I think it was like oh three. If it was oh three, I spent half of that. In Iraq, so I gotta find out when this dropped. Because <laughs> I mean, I just remember release this hearing Rubber Band Man at damn what close? Yeah, was August nineteenth, oh three was the release date. Whew. So I was I had just got home. Okay, because no, I meant I was still there. I was coming home because I came home in September. So you're not even a DJ so, at this point. No, 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 no. I'm I'm dancing Kevin in the club. <laughs> I'm I'm drinking a bottle of Bacardi Limon. <laughs> got on a Mississippi Valley or Mississippi uh, Valley State Jerry Rice jersey <laughs> with a white do rag underneath the hat. 
that's the time and space I'm in. <laughs> hey. hey, man, I encourage everybody to join us on these hip hop revisits, man. Yeah, it's just it's, it's fun. a trip down memory yeah. lane and think about where you were at a space and time and think about how dope these tracks was and that type of feeling that you got. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you listen to the aggression that he speaks with on these songs, and as simple as a song as twenty, mm-hmm. like the melody of the right. song. Uh, Toomp doing the production on mm-hmm. there. I mean, like, these type of tracks, like, made people's career. This album made his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he dropped uh, Urban Legend after that. Dropped uh, Tip vs. T.I., dropped King. All those are great albums. But this one right here, not only did it save his career, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It made his career. And, and a fun fact for me, um, shout to uh, G Money down in Atlanta. He does a lot of uh, Smoke's beat, beats for a lot of people, but he does a lot of beats for Smoke, too. Um, he was at a couple years ago. He was in with uh, Ti and the whole um, Grand Hustle, yeah, Grand, Grand Hustle movement. <laughs> and uh, he actually was working in the studio where a lot of Ti albums were created. And some of the engineers that we met in there, and some of the people that you know run the run the spot, was telling some stories. Man, and it was just dope to hear like hip hop stories. You know, what I'm saying like how. You know, he would come in here sometimes and stay in there for 24 hours and be p- pushing out tracks and partying, hanging, like just the whole studio world and life. And just to walk in there and see some of the plaques and pictures and hear some of the stories about, you know, an artist that you really rock with. It was dope, 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 dope. So please go get involved with it. So if you got a you got a album that you want us to revisit, yeah man, you can hit us up at you can make this up podcast at Gmail or on IG. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. More Kev Nash. DJ underscore killer underscore Kev. Yeah, man. And uh, you know what? This being like a kind of hopefully a normal week for me. <laughs> I can get back in, I can listen to the whole album like yeah. I did before. Cause like I I really enjoy listening to to Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Like, honestly, since we did that, I've been listening to it a lot mm-hmm. more. Like, yo, this shit is fucking yeah. crazy. And what I extra did is I found some of the samples that they used on there, man. And like, yo, uh, All Eyes on Me is a disco sample. Really? Yes. I need you to let me. So I got you. Because that's what I was. I got you. There's not too many DJs I don't think that's on here, but I don't really care if you are or aren't. But what the one cool thing about this new Serato program is they have a practice mode now. And the practice mode, before you can only play one track. So you mm-hmm. can set your cue points. You can do little you know loop things you want to do or anything you want to do to one song. Now I have the ability, if, if I hear you know a song, I'm like, I wonder how this blends together. They have a practice mode now where it pulls up two tracks and I can blend without being hooked up to my actual okay. equipment. So I can be at home, I can be on a plane, I can be anywhere. And working on my sets and okay. blending and all kinds of new new stuff. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm like interested in now because I'm trying to I'm trying to really I want to make a mix like that yeah. a, a mix where because some of these the way technology is now I was at home messing with girl you know I I I love it. yeah and I was changing the key of it until I got to girl you know that Jamie Foxx yeah, yeah, yeah. girl you know I like all that so I was messing around with that getting it right and. Little things like that is what I'm trying to put together in a mix. So Yeah, man. Linda Crawford, 
Never Gonna Stop is okay. All Eyes on Me, the sample, man. Lemon it's, Croft. It, it's mm-hmm. dope, man. It's dope, man. But uh, that's another pot in the books. Where we at? 90. 95, 9-5, motherfucker, 95. Get live, get live. Oh, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. It's been a long week, man. So many things that we could talk about. We can keep going on and on. But the unsolved murders of Tupac and Biggie comes on USA. I watched the first episode. Yeah. I gotta record it. Okay, but see, I mean, I think, <laughs> but yeah, you, I, don't, yeah. I think you know yeah. how it ends. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I will say this: it's not whack. Uh-huh. It's ten parts. It ain't lifetime it's, whack. Hell no, okay. definitely not, definitely not. It's it's by the same producers that did the uh, OJ okay. uh, story series. Okay. Yeah, so it's 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 got that feel to it. But I will say this: the parts without Biggie and Tupac are far more interesting. Not to say these yeah. actors don't do a good job, <clears throat> but the other stuff, because they, they yeah. basically what happens is it's part of the story takes place nine days after Biggie is murdered. The second part of the story takes place like basically 10 years later where after Biggie's mom files a lawsuit against the LAPD, for uh four hundred million dollars, Biggie's uh expected life earnings. So it's the those guys investigating the case that took place after Biggie was murdered. Mm-hmm. So it's and then you're in time watching these guys investigate the case. So they're both investigating the case, one from the current perspective right. back then, and then from then, and then also it's intertwined with more stuff with the Biggie and Tupac where they were in their lives at certain periods of time. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's definitely not something you can uh, watch and play on the phone with. You got, a, you got, you got an unsung feel where you're like listening to yeah. people's stories about the story. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And you got to kind of like pay attention because if you look down at your phone for a second, they've jumped back to 1993, mm-hmm. then up to 2003, and then back to 91. So you got to like, got to pay attention. So yeah. if you're watching that, Pay attention. Yeah. Because the wife wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so I had to explain it to her. So. <laughs> and it's a show on Netflix that my homeboy AP got me hip to. Uh, I believe it's called Seven Seconds. Got Regina Hall in it. Or Regina King. I always get yeah. it. 227. Right. <laughs> She's in it. And I'm going to uh, try to start watching that. I think I week. saw that uh, pop up on the on, on the little homepage. Yeah. So it's a lot of good TV yeah. out here, man. A- Atlanta is back on FX. Yeah. Freaking... It's just a lot of good TV out here, man. I'm starting season three of Breaking Bad, by the way. Catching up. Well, hold on. We got more to talk about. <laughs> so what happens? Where, where, where you at with it? I got to see where you well, at I'm, with I'm it. I'm almost to the end of season. I'm like I'm like one or two episodes from season three. So okay. I'm like, what's I'm, going on right now? I'm at where they getting he. He had the big old breakdown, and yeah, he had a lot of breakdowns. You got to be more specific. <laughs> when, when the when when the wife is um, when he was in the kitchen with her, and they were trying to get to it, and she oh. made him stop. And then, oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. The, I'm, uh, I'm kind of like a few episodes past that to okay. where now it's like they back to trying to get back to cook it again. I think they, I think they uh, did they get a were they in a they got the they got the shit fixed the rv fixed okay and okay they i mean i'm in that space okay so, so. okay yeah to yeah. has died and oh! all that all that so yeah they get ready had, yeah it's about get to ready get, bro it's about to heat up man to another one in the books man you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev we'll be back next week hopefully uh-huh. we don't take any more breaks right <laughs> <laughs>